Welcome back. Hour number two of the Bill Michaels Show. Great discussion regarding Brewers baseball. Brewers got a win last night. Back in first place by a half game. And uh, winning. I mean, that's the best part about it. Discussion about Corbin Burns. Whether to trade now, trade later. Trade in the offseason. What are you trying to get in return? All of that. So good stuff there uh, regarding Brewers baseball. This portion of the program brought to you by our friends uh, over there at Calderon Club. And if you're going to be heading downtown this weekend, maybe you're heading to the big gig, uh, the, uh, the you know, down to the Summerfest grounds. But if you're going to be heading downtown, head down to Calderon Club or over to San Giorgio, the Pizzeria Napoletana. You can head to either place, get great, terrific, terrific food, Italian food, authentic pizza, or go into Calderon Club. You can get the thin crust pizza. Whatever it is, whatever your heart desires, great food, great atmosphere, and even better people. 838 Old World, 3rd Street, downtown Milwaukee. Say hi to Gino and the gang over there at uh, Calderon Club. Uh, let's see here. Um, Bill says, does, does FanDuel have a line on the corn being knee-high by the 4th of July? I don't think so. I don't think so. It depends on where you're at. Because, like, when uh, um, next Friday, not this Friday, but next Friday, uh, leave for vacation and go down to the house uh, in Indiana. And they're already through their first pick. So the corn, the, the sweet corn is already out in all the stands. They've already gone through their first pick. They'll plow those fields under and then redo it again. So they do two plants a year. Here in Wisconsin where it's just a weirder climate because we live next to a giant ice cube that is Lake Michigan. It doesn't get warm as fast, and we didn't have nearly as much rain, obviously. Uh, and they're I, th- I believe down there, too, I think they've been kind of starved for, for rain, but they've been getting more than we have. But, uh, but here, yeah, it's just, it's just now starting to, to come up. But there you go. Um. This is uh, from Skinny from Madison. Says, I think we should hold on to all of our pitchers uh, and uh, make a run at it. It just depends on where you're at. If you think, say, you 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 look at this team and you're like, they just they're, they're not going to win. They're not good. Fundamentally bad. Um, okay, I but and I I can't argue with that. What we saw last night between the fact that, you know, they run themselves off the base paths, as, you know, we heard earlier in an email from our buddy Steve, it said, look, runners in scoring position, just way too many strikeouts, and you're taking you're taking balls, you're looking. It's just bad plate appearances. I mean, I don't know what else to say. But also take into account a couple of things. One is if you get Corbin Burns right, then when you go to the postseason and you only need four starters, you got Burns, you would assume, Burns, Woodruff, Peralta, and then Pickett. Is it Wade Miley? Is it somebody else? Is it Ray? Whoever. You know, you've got four legit starters that have been there, done that. And good pitching beats good hitting most of the time, giving your team a better chance to win. So... I don't know that I'd be really quick to move them unless, of course, like I said before, 
you get a legit bat in the in the deal. I, and it's not just a bat for an arm. That's not what I would be doing. If he starts to, you know, again, if he starts to turn it around, then it changes things too. But uh, then the other aspect of it is, what does it do to the clubhouse? What, think about it this way. Say you do trade Corbin Burns, and instead of getting a bat, you get a bunch of prospects. Really high-end prospects, but a bunch of prospects. Remember what Woodruff said last year? It felt like management gave up on us and told us we couldn't win. That was the message that was sent. And they played like it. Then what do you do? Do you take another team that's right there on the cusp, possibly in the postseason, and do you diminish that team as well? Then what, at what point then do you look at management, do you look at ownership, and you say, at what point do you really believe you're even in this thing to win it, other than being a first-half cultivator for other big market teams? Because if that's the case, screw you, I'll keep my money. I'm here to see good, competitive, fun baseball and to try to get to a postseason because that's where the expectation is. If you're just going to be a cultivator for the big market teams at this point and, and kill every half season, then to hell with you. You're not getting another effing dime of mine. Ain't happening. 877-867-1670. 877-867-1670. Agree? Disagree? Thoughts? Hit us up. We'd love to hear from you. Um, this is from Rob. Rob says, uh, he says, uh, it's not going to matter one hill of beans until Mark Antanasio opens up the purse strings. But, but Rob, listen, the Brewers just beat the team with the highest payroll in baseball. It's not always about opening up the purse strings. It's about buying the right people. We've been through this. We've done this time and again. Uh, Corey says, uh, go to far too many Brewers games, pay way too much for beer prices and mixed drink prices, only to see a team falter time and again at the plate with runners in scoring position. Can't stand it. At what point do they spend some money on more authentic bats? If the bats are out there to be bought, then yeah, I would agree with you. 100%. 100%. Jeff says, a frustrating lie last night to watch Owen Miller go down with a strikeout with runners in scoring position. I know, but Owen Miller's actually been hitting the baseball. It's it's more painful to watch either Adamas uh, watch a call third strike down the middle or to watch them run themselves out of an inning because base paths are just poor. And I and and maybe that's what's led to the uh, inability to suddenly steal or at least attempt to steal. Wasn't it supposed to be better with the, the, the disengagement and tossing over to first and watching the pitch clock and knowing what's coming? Wasn't it supposed to be better with the couple of inches of larger bags and such? You were supposed to see more steals, and for a while you did. Now, all of a sudden, creating something on the base paths, out of the question. Out of the question. It's like, statistically, we just won't do it. Not going to happen. I don't know why. Couldn't tell you. 877 1670 D says, uh, I believe the Brewers still have it in them to get uh, a few more wins before the All-Star break. I think they're going to be up three games and guaranteed to be buyers, not sellers. 
All this talk about getting rid of Corbin Burns makes me nauseous. It's for a bunch of people who just want to get rid of somebody because they don't believe you can win. Baseball is a fickle game. People have to understand that. That is from D. D, appreciate it. Appreciate it. Baseball is a fickle game. But, it again, I'm not saying you don't make a trade. What I'm saying is I'm not making a trade just to make a trade, just because you're afraid you might lose might lose them. What I'm saying is, if you get the right deal, absolutely. If you get a bona fide bat, couple of couple of good prospects, whatever it happens to be, absolutely, go for it. But I'm not trading Corbin Burns away for a bunch of prospects, not when you're sitting right there, right there. Let's go to Lenny, listening to us in Greenwood. Lenny, welcome to the program, The Bill Michael Show. What's going on, man? Oh, it's going good. I I feel what Mark should do is open that checkbook, pay Corbin Burns, give him the big contract before the trade deadline, and show the Brewers organization that, yes, I am behind you. And they tried it with Yelich. It didn't work, but we never tried it with a pitcher like this. He's worth the money. Right. I, I see. I agree. I just think that if if I, I'm not, it's not that I'm not dangling him out there. I am because everybody knows eventually you're going to probably try to move him anyway. It's either him or Woodruff is going to sign a contract here, one of the two. But what I'm saying is I'm not giving him away just because I'm afraid of losing him. I want to make sure my team gets better and not just through prospects. I want bona fide players that can play in the big leagues right now because you don't want to demoralize this team to say oh, we're getting rid of a guy for prospects again at the trade deadline. To me, that would just be every year to expect it and why then go and spend any money at, at uh, American Family Field for a team that's only going to give up, even in first place, midway through the season. You know what I mean? Yes, I agree. I think they, I, I feel you should give them a big contract as soon as they can. <laughs> yep. No doubt, man. Appreciate it. I would love to see that happen. Open up the checkbook. Open up the checkbook, give them long-term money, go from there. I'd do it in a heartbeat. I'd pay him more money now on a short-term deal. I know that sounds crazy, but I, I don't like the long-term eight-year, nine-year, ten-year deals. I'd rather say, what? because maybe he wants $200 bucks. I don't want to do... 200 million for eight years. I just I don't want to get into that. But what if I said... I'll give you $130 million right now for the next four years. Do that? Maybe that'd be something you could do. Uh, Christopher says, I'm in La Crosse and hear you talking all the time about where to eat, but can't remember the name of the place. Can you help me? It is Buzzard Billy's. It's on Pearl Street in La Crosse. Buzzard Billy's, Pearl Street, in La Crosse. So good. Stop in. Heather's the GM over there. Say hi. And then don't forget, as well, When if indeed you're going over there in the evening, go upstairs after the fact and head over to the Starlight Lounge, which is just above Buzzard Billy's. Sit back after your meal. Relax with a cocktail. You're good to go. It's a great night. Oh, yeah. There you go. Uh, Buck says, uh, hey, unit, I think you're on to something. Uh, I'd love to see them end up with a real bona fide homer hitting first baseman. Those things are those things are few and far between, though. Can we just find somebody that doesn't strike out consistently? 
Um, although I will say this, not easy to find. Not easy to find. Firebuck Show, Walter says, I uh, would love to see Joey Votto. Co- no, 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 no. I, I, first of all, the Reds aren't going to trade Joey Votto in the division. Secondly, I don't want Joey Votto. Nope. Not trading Joey Votto. Not trading for Joey Votto, should I say. Don't want him. His numbers have been sporadic, and he's kind of a jag. He's coming to the end of his career. No. Don't want to see him. Don't want to see him here. 877-867-1670. Over on Twitter, Jim says, uh, hey, unit, uh, talking about Corbin Burns, at what point do you decide to cut loose if indeed he goes through the entire season with the Brewers? Do you wait till this offseason or do you hang on to him until the trade deadline next year? Um, the market will tell you. The market will tell you. You're not, you're not going to hang on to him for an extended period of time just to hang on to him. But the market will tell you. You'll know when you get a good deal. You're, it, look, this is what happens with bad general managers. They, they play scared. You don't ever play scared. Scared of losing a guy or scared of having to pay a guy or scared he's not going to be good or scared he's going to hurt his arm or scared. You don't play scared. You try to wait for the best possible deal. If you get it today, take it. You'll know it. You'll know it when you see it. But you don't play scared. That's like drafting for position rather than for the best available talent. Just take the best available players, the most most talent you can possibly get. That's what you do. That's the way good general managers continuously build great teams is just stockpile talent. That's it. 877-867-1670. Mike Sherman, drafted scared. Cost him his job. Drafted scared. Drafted for position players. B.J. Sander became a third-round draft chick, uh, choice as a punter because they couldn't put the ball inside the 20 in the game against Philadelphia. Drafted scared. Huge mistake. You just you can go through history with general managers that draft scared and pick up trades because they're scared or get rid of guys early because they're scared as opposed to um, you, the, the, the others, you know, as opposed to guys that just go out and get great talent, get good deals, good value, controllable value. David Sturz is pretty good at it. I just think this, this last year was more of a mandate to get rid of salary. It was, it was the first real bad faux pas out there. 877-867-1670, 877-867-1670. Hit us up. Got a lot of good stuff today. A lot of good people chiming in today. Um, I got a couple of – let's do this. We'll, we'll step out. We'll take a quick break. We'll come back. We're uh, talking to Brewers baseball. You got something want to chime in? Give us a call. Otherwise, hit us up on the live stream. Hit us up over on Twitter. More of the Bill Michael Show next. This is the Bill Michael Show. On the Wisconsin Sports Zone Radio Network. Welcome to Palo Windows and Doors of Wisconsin. May I take your order? I'd like nine windows, please. 
Of course. All our products are custom made just for you. I'm hoping they'll match my home. Of course they can. Have it your way. Excuse me? We're talking about windows, right? Yes, we customize any decor. Our design options are virtually limitless. Even more customized than your coffee. So, you're like my personal barista for windows and doors. Exactly. And you couldn't have picked a better time because if you customize your order by August 31st, you can bundle and save big. Good deal. That was easy. Thank you. Drive through. Pella's premium wood windows and patio doors feature distinguished craftsmanship and nearly endless possibilities. Bundle and save when you customize your order by August 31st at Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin. Visit PellaWI.com. to have you back the bill michael show brought to you by our friends at potawatomi hotel casino go to paysbig.com that's paysbig.com the home of the new and improving sports book sports book opened up they've got the new one that's getting ready to go in and we are looking forward to that big time go to paysbig.com that's paysbig.com potawatomi hotel casino a big time supporter uh, the motorcycle ride coming up on Sunday, September 3rd. We cannot wait. They're going to have their dealers uh, at the end of the ride dealing out the cards like they did last year. It's a lot of fun. Good time. That's our friends at Pottawatomie Hotel Casino and uh, in Milwaukee. And go to PaysBig.com. That is PaysBig.com. Good stuff from Pottawatomie. Um, the uh, Randy said, I would argue right now that the way Yelich is playing, he might have some value to someone. I would think that is a piece we could explore. Yes, we know about his contract, but with him playing well, it is an option. Why is it that every time somebody starts playing well, we want to get rid of them? They're a trade piece. Let's Let's pause for a minute, shall we? Tell me that. Is it just because of his contract? If somebody plays well, we got to pay them. Then we pay them, they start playing well, we got to get rid of them. When I, I just, I, I'm looking for the mentality right now. Every time somebody starts playing well, we want to get rid of them for other pieces. Why? I'm not saying you're wrong. I'm just saying that is the mentality that we're in right now. Why? Can anybody explain that to me? Please. Ross says the the team needs to channel channel their inner major league and win in spite of management. Uh, that I'd love. That although you know what do you call it management as in Matt Arnold or are you talking management as in Mark Atanasio? And again, it's not all about spending the money; it's about spending the money on the right people. You know, I mean, look at what the Padres are going through. Look at what the the Padres right now. They're not tearing it up. They've spent a ton of money. They picked up Juan Soto. The Machado deal was not panning out. That's, I mean, that's the whole buyer beware thing. When you just go out and spend money, you go out and buy these guys, and you're like, oh, this is awesome. And then when it doesn't work out, I mean, they're going through the same thing. Machado's not lighting it up the way he once did, you know? So are we just talking about just getting out of the contract? 
because you're never going to find a team of all-stars making no money. That seems to be what, I mean, that's ultimately what you're looking for. You want to find 18 all-stars, all of which are under their first big contract and they're all making minimal. And then what happens is if it comes time to pay them, you got to get, got to get rid of them all. You know, I, I just, I, I find it fast. I, I'm not, again, I'm not saying necessarily you're hundred percent wrong, but the mentality is get a guy in here, get him playing great. And then all of a sudden you want to get rid of him because he's a commodity. Uh, Ty says Craig Council has to be the manager of the year. He's got a club in first place in late June with a negative run differential, bottom offense, and a Cy Young who's struggling. Um, right? I mean, could you go in that direction? You know? <laughs> I mean, damn. But on the other hand, okay, let me let me let me play his and you know me, I'm a giant Craig Council proponent. On the other hand, Craig. Tweak the lineup, man. Willie Adamas right now sucks. He's not doing anything. He can't be batting in the top. D- stop. Move guys around. Something else has to happen. 877-867-1670. 877-867-1670. Thoughts. Thoughts. Doug says, uh, no way I'm – oh, okay. He says, no way I'm getting Chris, uh, getting Christian Yelich. Uh, I think he meant getting rid of Christian Yelich. I had to reread that for a second. Doug says, no way I'm getting uh, Christian Yelich at this time. Uh, he's finally starting to live up to the contract, and if he continues to play this way and only continues to get better, why would you then turn around and trade him just because you want to get out, of, uh, out from underneath $29 million a year, which seems to be a bargain at this point compared to what other contracts are? Doug, I would agree with that. I 100%. 877-867-1670. Mark says, uh, do the Brewers have anybody like Adela Cruz down in the minor league system? Um, I mean, they're high on Churio. Uh, he's the guy they're high on. Um, you know, they've got a pretty good farm system. It's It's... It's not loaded high end, but it's solid. But Churio's kind of that guy. You know, Uribe's one of those pitchers. Um, that's kind of where they're at. So while it's not a, a huge uptick, so to speak, it's still it's still, you know, a good minor league system. And they've they've done a pretty good job at rebuilding it. Give them credit. They've done a pretty good job at rebuilding it. Um, right. Ted says, well, look at the New York Mets and where they're at. Pretty familiar. Last night, they take a lead and they blew the lead. Lost the game. Brewers hit a two-run homer in the sixth. Stood up, get a 2-1 win. The 11th time since June 2nd. Think about that. Since June 2nd. The 11th time since June 2nd, the Mets have blown a lead and lost a game, according to the MLB Network. Mets eight games under 500, 300 and, $344 million in payroll. 
They've lost seven of their last nine, 16 of their last 21. They're a staggering 16 games behind the Atlanta Braves in the NL East. Think about that. Their offense is middle of the road. Their pitching has been the problem with a 462 ERA, which ranks 25th in Major League Baseball. The starting pitching hasn't been as good as advertised, and the bullpen that lost Edwin Diaz to a knee injury in the World Baseball Classic has struggled. And it keeps getting worse and worse and worse. It's just the Mets are just money doesn't buy you happiness, you know? <laughs> it really doesn't. So, yes, you want to spend the money. Um, this, by the way, from uh, from Deke. Deke says, uh, hey, Bill, no way I'm offering Corbin Burns $130 million over five years. He's going to laugh at that. Maybe $130 million over four years. Okay. I do that. I'd offer him the money in the short term and give him another bite at the apple. But somebody out there may may give him, on average per year, less less money, but longer money and more. So instead of 130 over four years, somebody's going to give him 260 over eight to be their guy. I just don't believe in doing that for a pitcher. Or 260 over seven. You know, I just, I don't believe in that. Wouldn't do it. These long-term deals are killing teams. And that's fine because we only have one to worry about, and that's Christian Yelich. And if he goes back to hitting 275 with 25 home runs, by the time that deal culminates, then he is actually getting underpaid. You know? So you take it. But when you start to look at these deals that they paid out in New York, when you start to look at these deals that they paid out in San Diego, even in in L.A., it's like, wow, no, not going to do it. At what point does some of these owners of Major League Baseball fall on their heads and go, you know what, this is stupid. It's not just – I get it that the Brewers can't afford to play in that ball yard, so to speak, pardon the pun, but at least – you don't have these big, ginormous contracts that are just albatrosses hanging over your head. You know? 877-867-1670. Hang in there. we got a lot more of the Bill Michael Show coming up, talking a lot of Brewers baseball today. Again, 877-867-1670. Yeah, the Yankees can afford it, but even the Yankees aren't in first place. Right? That's just the way it is. Even the Yankees aren't in first place. You think about that, you know? Hey, by the way, I want to say thanks to our friends at The Social House. Had a great time last night uh, on the Par 3 Challenge, and I didn't do too bad. Uh, Out of the entire golf outing, only 10 people had a better shot than I did on the Par 3 Challenge, which was kind of cool. Then again, I mean, the the green where the position was, they had the, the pin up on top of the hill of this green on Wanakee. And uh, if you hit it next to the pin, it bounced. It was so hard because they've been, you know, trying to water and it's still so dry. Uh, the ball basically bounced off the back of the back of the uh, green. And if you hit underneath and had any backspin at all, you rolled it all the way down to the front edge of the green, which was a massive putt after that. So it kind of became you had to go high with a sand wedge, drop it and just make it spike right in the middle of the green. So I kind of got the hang of it after a while and uh, ended up you know, doing pretty well. So I kind of felt good about that yesterday. So, but uh, they raised 
uh, quite a bit of money off of that just uh, for Fisher House, Wisconsin. So thanks to Dan Della and his wife, Allison, and everybody, the entire staff, and Jen, who was on the hole with me, and uh, everybody over there that uh, raised money for Fisher House, Wisconsin, in their mid-season golf outing yesterday. Had a great time at Wanakee Golf Course. Fun golf course to play, too. Fun golf course. And uh, thanks to uh, the Social House. And highly, highly, highly recommend them. And that Tiger Burger, oh, yeah, that's good stuff. Covering Wisconsin sports like a blanket, this is The Bill Michael Show on the Wisconsin Sports Zone Radio Network. Good to have you back. Hey, if you are looking for uh, maybe a fall wedding, something inexpensive, not cheap, but inexpensive, and a terrific old eclectic place, uh, beautiful old hall, uh, that is the ICHC, the Irish Cultural Heritage Center. It's on Wisconsin Avenue in Milwaukee. And uh, even in the fall, they do a lot of great concerts there and such. But whether it's a, we- uh, a wedding, meeting space, uh, whatever, uh, they've got a great building, and it's a, it's a terrific location. It's near downtown, centrally located, 2133 West Wisconsin Avenue in Milwaukee. Call them, 414-345-8800. That's our buddy Corey who runs it. And uh, 414-345-8800, 414-345-8800. 30 years worth, plus, as a matter of fact, that they've been doing it over there, the Irish Cultural Heritage Center. Or to see it, go to ICHC.net. ICHC.net. Beautiful building, beautiful place. ICHC.net. Um, 877-867-1670. Talking Brewers baseball. Uh, Mark says, uh, if the Brewers spent the money and spent the money right, we would not need to be discussing this. And I, I get the premise, Mark. But here's my question to you. Every team in baseball spends money. Every team in baseball strives to win a championship. Correct? Every team in baseball thinks they're, they're, they're getting a bargain. They've got the best deal. They're keeping their guy. Or they're going out and buying a guy. Everybody's done it. And if it were that easy, then everybody would be winning, right? You wouldn't have the Padres near the bottom. You wouldn't have the Mets at $344 million sucking swamp water, right? You wouldn't have that. You would have, right now, a bunch of teams that would all be fighting for the top spot. Boston, they spend money. They're a game over five hundred, but they're 13 behind Tampa Bay. Tampa Bay, who doesn't spend a ton of money, is leading the division. Baltimore, who's also on the low end of the spectrum, They're only four games back. The team that does spend the money in that division is the New York Yankees. They're nine and a half games back. And they could possibly be sellers rather than buyers. Correct? Chicago has spent money. The White Sox, they're six games back, but they're what? 34 and 46? Eight games under? No, 12 games under 500. Excuse me, 12 games under. Minnesota, who doesn't spend money, they're leading the division at 540 and 40. The Rangers didn't spend a ton of money. 
47 and 31, five games over the Astros who did spend money. And the LA Angels are up there as well. They've spent money. They're five games back. You get my point? The Braves, they've spent some money, but they're not high end, 51 and 27. I think they're eighth in baseball. The Miami Marlins, who don't spend money, are only six and a half games back. They're second in the division. The team that did spend money and bought a guy like Bryce Harper, the Philadelphia Phillies, they're done, 10 and a half games back. The Mets, they're done, 16 games back. You getting where I'm going with this? St. Louis, bigger payroll, not huge, but bigger payroll, big names. They're eight and a half games back. They're almost out of it. Then you got the Dodgers. Now, the Dodgers, they're three games back. They can still win that division. San Francisco, two and a half games back. But the team that doesn't spend a lot of money, Arizona, they're leading the division, 47 and 32. So this is a weird year as of right now for Major League Baseball in the sense that the teams that went out and blew a ton aren't getting it. Not getting it right now. We'll see if that changes throughout the season, but you're coming up on the halfway point, man. Right? You're coming up on the halfway point of 81 games. 81 games that was so what, three, four games away? So three games away. So that would put it what, today, tomorrow, and then Thursday. Thursday would be 81 games. And you're at the halfway point of the season. And the Brewers are a half game ahead of Cincinnati. Nobody thought Cincinnati's not spending any money. They're 41 and 38, a half game behind the Brewers. So you're right. You got to spend money on the right guys, but it's just, it's sometimes it's not that easy. That's where general managers and scouting departments come in, really come into play. 877-867-1670. If you want to find us, that's the number to do to do so. Um, uh, trying to see what else is uh, out here. Uh, Charlotte says uh, great topic. Love Craig council. Think he's doing more with less. Uh, Todd says uh, the Brewers uh, are not going to spend any money at the trade deadline. It's going to be the same old, same old, or Stan Pat and hope some of the younger guys can come up and help this team. Uh, they can still stay in contention while not spending any money. That is the Mark Antanasio way. Uh, MG says, no way I'm going to the ballpark and spending $16 on beers. Screw them. Uh, Reese says, I think the Brewers can win this whole thing if they just get hot at the right time. Uh, if you get Woodruff back, the pitching starts to come around and Corbin Burns returns to form. Look out. This is going to be the team to beat. Uh, and then James says, uh, I really like all this discussion about Brewers baseball and tweaking the lineup. I've been saying this for a while now. Adamas needs to go down. Don't mess with Christian Yelich whatsoever. Jockey the position and continue to insert guys in positions to be successful rather than just leaving a guy at one particular position. Uh, no, I um, I think, James, I would actually go the opposite. I would say, okay, the whole thing, Adamas, I agree. But what I would say is whoever's hot, put him in there, leave him in there. you got to start generating offense on the consistent. Okay, this whole thing about matchups and sabermetrics and putting – I get it, and there is a, there is a, there is a science to that. I understand it. So I'm flying in the face of science at this point. But damn it, what you're doing isn't working offensively, right? It's not It's not working offensively. You're one of the worst offenses in baseball. So to me, whatever's working, stick with it. Screw everything else. Throw your sabermetrics. Throw your statistics. Throw your analytics out the window and say, whoever's just hot, that's who's going to play. And until they're not hot, 
We're going to leave them in there. Leave them in there. 877-867-1670. 877-867-1670. Give us a shout. Want to hear from you. Good stuff. Good stuff. Got a lot more of the Bill Michael Show coming up. This portion of the program brought to you by our friends at Cunis. K-U-N-E-S. CunisRV.com. They are the best in Wisconsin. Voted on by you. By you. So it's don't take my word for it. You're the one that said it. Not me. Wisconsin's fastest-growing RV dealer. Go to Cunis, K-U-N-E-S, CunisRV.com. Cunis Automotive as well because they are fantastic, and they both work with us on the Fisher House stuff, whether it's donating the truck, donating the RV, getting us around the state, whatever it is we need. They're always there to support veterans, military members, their families. That's the RV, auto, truck, commercial, whatever it happens to be. Go to shop, S-H-O-P, shop, Cunis, K-U-N-E-S.com, shop, Cunis.com. Great people. More of the Bill Michael Show coming up. Covering Wisconsin sports like a blanket, this is the Bill Michael Show on the Wisconsin Sports Zone Radio Network. Welcome to Palo Windows and Doors of Wisconsin. May I take your order? I'd like nine windows, please. Of course. All our products are custom-made just for you. I'm hoping they'll match my home. Of course they can. Have it your way. Excuse me? We're talking about windows, right? Yes. We customize any decor. Our design options are virtually limitless. Even more customized than your coffee. So you're like my personal barista for windows and doors. Exactly. And you couldn't have picked a better time because if you customize your order by August 31st, you can bundle and save big. Good deal. That was easy. Thank you. Drive through. Pella's premium wood windows and patio doors feature distinguished craftsmanship and nearly endless possibilities. Bundle and save when you customize your order by August 31st at Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin. Visit PellaWI.com. some good news at least in my world uh i'm sitting here during the break and uh, i get an email and it's from kathy over at skipper buds and she says bill your boat's ready come and get it oh my god i can't wait i got a meeting today i got a fisher house meeting today at 4 30 but uh a board meeting we do board meetings once every couple of months so i have a board meeting today but uh i think when i get off the air that's going to be my priority a zip over there get it back lay in the lay i'll probably lay around inside the uh, garage or the driveway just lay there just hugging the boat for a while i <laughs> uh, just hanging out i can't wait can't wait gonna get it back and they did a fantastic job skipper buds boat sales service storage in Pewaukee uh call Todd Todd is the GM over there Say, uh, Todd, I'm looking for a boat. I'm looking for some fun. And I'll tell you this, it's not too late. If you want to get a pontoon, they have pontoons everywhere. And if you drop one in one of the lakes uh, in your area, I'm sure, uh, everybody has fireworks on the lake. Whether you're going to Pewaukee or you're going up to Lake Butamort, Winnebago, I mean, you know, Dubois, whatever it happens to be. I mean, you just there, there's, there's lakes everywhere. Monona, Mendota. Drop a pontoon in. Go out. You can even put a grill on the back of that thing. Grill out. 
just sit back, throw a sweatshirt on it, wait for the night to fall, fireworks, pull the boat out of the water. Oh, what a good day. Get a hold of my buddy Todd because they are making deals and they're moving the inventory. So uh, 262-544-1200, 262-544-1200, whether it's boat sales, trades, used, new, storage, they've got it. That's our friends at Skipper Buds. And uh, if you are over that way today at about 2.30, you're going to see one happy guy. Oh, that'll be me for sure. 877-867-1670, 877-867-1670. Um, this one is from uh, Art. Art says, hey, Bill, I think every Major League Baseball team starts the season thinking that there's a World Series in their future, but there's probably only six to seven that really believe it. Are you, are you a believer, yay or nay? Um, I think at the beginning of the season. Okay, that, that's a great question. That, that's actually a very deep question. You're probably right. There's probably six or seven teams at best that start the season going, we can win this. And then as the season goes on, I think your thought process uh, Mets fans, I'm sure, thought they could win a World Series this year. Not going to happen. Not going to happen. I think uh, just for the fact that now they're too far back. The, the season is too far gone for them. Okay? So um, I, I think at the beginning of the season I thought, no, they can't. But I'm thinking to myself now, why not, right? Let's go to Dwayne listening to us in Oshkosh. Dwayne, how you doing today, man? What's going on? Hey, Bill. Um, hey, glad to see our old buddy Chuck Freeman getting back into the Brewer thing, but I don't know about the visual thing with him. That scares the crap out of me. <laughs> <laughs> well, today he'll talk to us on the phone coming up at the bottom of the next hour, but he'll be on a golf course. So at least you know hey. wherever he's at, he's colorful. Yeah, he's a good guy. I have had a chance to work with him in the past. That's a great guy. little BS on this Brewer stuff. Okay. I got I to gotta enunciate this. Uh, let's talk Josh Hader. Let's talk Freddie Peralta. They weren't farm people from our farm system before we got them in trades. Mm -hmm. They came in trades, both of them. Right. The thing that you mentioned the Tampa, you mentioned the Dodgers. The Dodgers go out and spend money. Yeah, all right. But you know what? Without their farm system, they don't have Biddley squat. And that's the difference. They have a great farm system that constantly brings the people to plug into places. The brewers haven't had that run of recent nature, not since Braun and those guys. But that's what you have to do. You have to balance both back and forth. You mentioned Cincinnati. They spent a bunch of money a couple of years ago on pitching. It's all gone. They traded mm -hmm. it away or it got right. free agent in somewhere else. It's all gone. So what we're doing with what we are is where we are, basically. It's kind of like listening to a Brewer game. You hope, you hope Brian Anderson's on, and you go, ah, he's gone again. <laughs> yeah. Right? Right. The I mean, Brewers last year, when you talk about the farm system, the Brewers were ranked, according to MLB, they were ranked 19th. This year, they're 15th. They continue to move up, and they got Cheerio and Sal Freelick and Joey Weimer, who's now here, coming up. They, they came up through the system, but – Going back to what you said about Cincinnati, Cincinnati's fifth best farm system in all of Major League Baseball right now. And they brought up De La Cruz, but they trades. got Marte and Arroyo, Arroyo yeah. and Collier and such, and all those guys are on the come. Yeah. 
And and some of that is results of trades they made from the big pitchers yeah. they made that did do the job. Sonny Gray, I think, if I remember right, was with right. them went over this way. Well, but let's also Changing remember the they have not, but they have not been in it. They have not been a team that's near the top spot in the division. They've been a team exactly that's just toiling away in anonymity for a long time. So that's right. why this whole thing about trading guys away. I look if you can get a a starter for a guy that's a bat and prospects. For, for Corbin Burns at the trade deadline, I'm all for it. Otherwise, I'm talking about trading them to come the offseason because I want to see this team at some point say, yeah, we believe that this team can get hot at the right time and win some baseball games down the stretch. I agree with that, and but there's one caveat that Burns has never reached. His pitch count is terrible. The other day when they pulled him out in the sixth inning, he had 94 pitches already. Mm-hmm. Which, just, you know what, if he, if he would have gone seven nibble. and – Right? If he would have gone, I appreciate the phone call. If he would have gone, say, seven innings, because they put him out in the sixth at 94 pitches. Say he goes another inning, and he gets an inning where he goes one, two, three, but gives up, what, 12, 15 pitches. Then you're sitting at, what, 111 for seven innings? That's not terrible. That's not terrible. I agree that there's a lot of nibbling that goes on, 100%. Everybody does it. But it it's like we get to the hundred pitch count, and we're freaked out, man. And it's it's I you know sometimes you just we'll get back into this topic. So I know we've got Chris and Brookfield. Hang in there, man. I'll get to you after the top of the hour, and Chuck Freeman coming up here in about thirty minutes. But if he would have say one sixteen, fifteen, twenty pitches, whatever, he could have ended up at one hundred eleven pitches after seven innings. I'm not afraid of that. I, that's a hell of an outing. And then you're into the process of your setup, guys, in your bullpen. Two hours down, two hours yet to go. Good stuff, great stuff today. Analytics stuff today via baseball. Liking it. Stay tuned. we got a whole lot more of the Bill Michael Show coming up right after this.